Are you ready for an open discussion with the best of the best and the best of what's next? Welcome to the Tony D'Urso Show. Join in on a great conversation today with some of the world's great influencers as they showcase great advice and techniques that made them the game changers they are today. Now, here's Tony D'Urso. Welcome. I'm your host, Tony D'Urso. We interview world-class influencers, celebrities, and elite entrepreneurs. And I thank you for joining us. We broadcast every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific on Voice America's Influencers Channel. And you can listen to all of our shows on your Android or Apple device. Go to TonyDurso.com slash mobile and get the app. TonyDurso.com slash mobile. Before we get going, here's a big thank you to some amazing sponsors of our show. Please stay tuned for an important message from FreshBooks about great invoice and accounting software for your small business. And listen for the message from Warby Parker about glasses. Yes, eyeglasses. They have some great spectacles I'm going to tell you about shortly. More info on them just ahead, so please stay tuned. Today's show is with Diamond Dallas Page, World Wrestling Champion and creator DDP Yoga. All right, here's some info on Diamond Dallas Page. Three-time former world champion slash WWE Hall of Famer, Diamond Dallas Page, DDP, had an amazing wrestling career, now with a focus on helping people, and through his own injuries, he created a program called DDP Yoga. It really helps change people's lives. Check this out. Welcome to the show, Dallas. It's so great to have you on. Tony, what's up, brother? Good to be on. Dallas, I've seen your wrestling career and followed you here and there, and it is quite an honor to have you. So thank you so much for joining us and spending some time with us and our audience. I have a lot of things I want to ask you about. But Dallas, first things first, I'd love to know, how did it all start for you? What's your backstory? Oh, my God. It's, it's a little long. <laughs> We've got time. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I'm a kid who grew up on the Jersey Shore. You know, I grew up as a kid loving, you know, just sports in general. And uh, wrestling was just something that I was attracted to as a, as a young kid and dreamed of doing it and actually tried to do it when I was 22. But that didn't work out for me. I had like three matches. I was horrible. I had hurt my right knee back when I was a kid. And uh, what happened was I got hit by a car. I walked out in front of the car. Actually, when I was 12 years old and the car hit my right knee, my face bounced off the hood and I flew 42 feet from the point of impact. And that's the same knee that I tweaked in my third match. So I was going to take a little bit of time off and I grew up in the bar business and I happened to get an opportunity to run my first rock and roll bar. And it was a small place. You know, I had one bar, we had a band every Wednesday Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, and it was a restaurant upstairs. And to be honest, man, I've been in the bar business since I was 17. And then at 22, I, now I'm in charge. Uh, I sort of got you know, lost in the, uh, the fun of the, the booze, the broads, and the party. And I, I got sidetracked off my vision. And today I'm 62 years young. So for me to go back to when I was 22, we're talking about 1970, you know, 1978, 79. You know, at that time, and, you know, uh, wrestling would actually blow up in the mid-80s with Hulk Hogan and Roddy Piper and that whole Sidney Lauper thing of, you know, uh, her getting involved. And wrestling blew through the roof. And 
Vince McMahon had taken it worldwide. And I was so mad at myself for not sticking to my goals and my dreams that, you know, I, I really thought I could have been a part of that, but you know, I didn't pay my dues. I didn't put the work in and I, uh, I stopped watching wrestling. I was so aggravated with myself at the time. And then one night I was flicking the channels and I came upon Gorilla Monsoon, who was a play-by-play guy at the time. And uh, he had this guy and he had a boa and these crazy glasses and this do-rag. And it was Jesse Ventura. And I was like, who the hell is this guy? I mean, what a personality, what a character. And then the first guy to walk through the curtain for the next match was a guy with a bag over his shoulder, had a Fu Manchu long hair, and just looked like a B-A-double-D badass, and he was Jake Snake Roberts, and I got sucked back into watching wrestling. And I actually got dressed up as Jesse Ventura that Halloween. Uh, <laughs> and I had the zebra skin jacket and boots and do-rag and the whole deal, and uh, just having fun, you know? And... Uh, by that time, I'd gone on to run some bigger clubs. I ended up down in Fort Myers, Florida with a piece of my own place. It was called Norma Jean's Dance Club. And, you know, we really held about, you know, 750 people. We had like six bar stations, a total of 12 bartenders. Place was jamming. We probably jammed in about 12, 1300 on a, you know, on a weekend night. And one night I was back in my office. And by this time, I'm 31 and maybe 30 at the time. And in through the door, because I got a camera on the front door to see who's coming in, walks a guy who looks just like Jake the Snake Roberts. I'm like, oh, my God, that looks like Jake the Snake. So instead of walking through the club, it was too crowded. I walked around the outside and I walked up to my girl at the front door. And I said, Judy, did somebody just walk in here that looked like Jake Roberts? She goes, yeah, Paige. She goes, I, yeah, everybody thinks it's him. So I go like running in, <laughs> you know, then I slow way down. You got to be cool, right? I slow way down and uh, I see him and uh, I walk up and I say, uh, hey, man, uh, you Jake Snake Roberts? Who wants to know? <laughs> I was like, well, the guy who runs this place. He said, yeah, I am. I said, well, what are we drinking? <laughs> and that's how Jake and I started our relationship, you know, drinking buddies. And when... Yeah, of course, he's not going to pay for a drink. You know, I'm going to take care of everything. And um, he told the other guys, and Fred Myers, Florida is on the West Coast. And the, um, you know, Tampa and Miami are about 300 miles away. And I would, what I would do is, uh, you know, I, I would take care of all the guys. So if they were going from Tampa to Miami... Jake had told them about it. So next thing you know, million dollar man, Ted DiBiase is in my club, the Bushwhackers. Um, this one guy after another, we'd, we'd come in there. And of course, nobody's paying for anything. <laughs> so, you know, so they're in my club and I would do all my own radio commercials. I would do all the voiceovers myself. And I would throw like synthesizer voices like Thursday, Thursday, you know, and, and so different, you know, sound effects on there. And occasionally, I might say, yeah, dig it, it's Wednesday, a hot legs contest, don't miss it. And people didn't know if that was Randy Savage or, you know, I'd do Dusty Rhodes, I'd do Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura. I would do different, you know, different voices 
Yeah, when I was when I was doing the yeah spot. So there was a party news network. Um, that's what they were called. It was a local, you know, West Coast TV show, and they contacted me and they wanted to do a story on The Voice, like the guy who does all these crazy commercials. So they filmed me in my 1962 pink Cadillac convertible. They filmed me at the at the studio, and while I'm at the studio, I'm actually wearing a WrestleMania T-shirt. I was a fan, and um, and then they filmed me in my office. So now I'm going to back up a little bit. About two weeks before this, I'm in the club and I'm walking around and I'm getting the, the drawers, meaning the money drawers. And we bring them all back to, you know, to the back office and then we, uh, you know, we count the money and we drink after hours. So while we're drinking, you know, um, I, I walk up to Smokey and I grab his drawers and, uh, I look up and there's a Cindy Lauper video playing. Girls just want to have fun. Do you remember that? Oh, who doesn't? Yes. Yeah. I mean, it was red hot. And this is about a year or so after 1986, probably. And I'm watching that video and Captain Lou Albano's in that video. And a couple other, the boys are in that, um, Nikita Koloff and a couple others. And I'm watching that as I'm grabbing Smokey's drawer. And I'm not, talking to him i'm just talking to myself and i go rock and wrestling man i should have been a part of that and i grab the drawers and we go back in the office and Smokey comes in a little bit later and he says hey page j because my my real first name is page my middle name was joseph and my last name real name before i change it was falkenberg and i knew that the name page joseph falkenberg was never going to draw any money in the world of professional wrestling so kind of like John Wayne, I believe John Wayne's first name was Marion, uh, his real name. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I, I changed my name to, to fit what we were, you know, what I was trying to accomplish, the, the, the person I was trying to uh, become. Because in wrestling, there's a lot of realities that go with that. But at the time, I just thought, hey, you know, I'm, you know I, my dad was called Page One, and he wanted to label me with page two when I was a little kid and that didn't fly for me, uh, he, right away. So he started, his nickname was for me was Dallas because I liked the Dallas Cowboys as a little kid. And, um, so I always loved those two names. So Smokey comes in the office. He goes, so what did you mean rock and wrestling? You should have been a part of that. I said, well, I tried it when I was a kid. I was like 22. He goes, seriously. He goes, what was your name? I said, handsome Dallas Page. And he went, whew, you forgot about using that gimmick anymore. And everybody started laughing. And, <laughs> you know, it, you know so, so, you know, but now we're drinking, we're doing shots, and, and the money's all been counted. We're sitting around, and I'm sitting at my desk, and there's like a blotto pad in front of me, you know, with the days of the month, and you write down what's coming up. And we had that all over the walls and everything. So I'm just thinking, like, what, you know, the whole wrestling thing and, you know, handsome Dallas page. And I start writing diamond Dallas page. And I start imagining to myself, you know, I'm too old. I was 31 at the time. I'm too old to become a wrestler, but I could be a manager. And so I say, you know, I got an idea here and I'm just literally just having fun. And I say, 
What if I called myself Diamond Dallas Page and was a manager? Oh, oh, great shot, shot, drink, drink. I go, Jimmy Hart has the Hart Foundation. I could have the Diamond Exchange. Oh, shot, shot, drink, drink. (laughs) And then, you know, I said, you know, and there's really not that many beautiful women in professional wrestling. I said, what if, I said, Elizabeth's beautiful, but she's like girl next door beautiful. I said, what if we had a whole bevy of the ladies and they were called Diamond Dolls and they were just like, you know, stripper hot. I mean, they were just smoking hot. What if, what if they would have, oh yeah, that'll be a stretch, shot, shot, drink. Just kidding around. But I'm writing everything down. Amazing. And I'm putting it on this blotto. Now, two weeks later, there's the Party News Network. They're interviewing me. They interviewed me in my car. They're interviewing me, you know, at the studio. Now we're at the office and they're sitting there with the cameras on me. And at some point they say, so where does the voice come from? And Tony, if it's not written down, I always tell people, just don't think it, ink it, like burn it into your brain. It's written down. It's right in front of me. And I don't know, Tone, I don't know if I do it, if these white wraparound sunglasses aren't sitting right next to it. But I did. And I grabbed those glasses and I threw them on. And I said, the voice comes from Diamond Dallas Page, did it. I was born to be a professional wrestling manager. It's big, it's bad, it's Norma Jean's voice. And then I flipped back and I said, I said, yeah, I was just something I have fun with. Well, you never know. This is about life. You never know who's watching. You never know who's listening. This is the Tony D'Urso Show. Just ahead, the chat continues with Diamond Dallas Page, world wrestling champion and creator DDP Yoga. But first, it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Do you remember when you started your small business? It was no small feat. It took a lot of late nights, early mornings, and the occasional all-nighter. Bottom line, you've been insanely busy ever since. So why not make things a little easier? Well, our friends at FreshBooks have the solution. FreshBooks invoicing and accounting software is designed specifically for small business owners. It's simple, intuitive, and keeps you way more organized than a dusty shoebox filled with crumpled receipts. Create and send professional-looking invoices in 30 seconds and then get them paid two times faster with automated online payments. File expenses even quicker and keep them perfectly organized for tax time. And the best part? FreshBooks grows alongside your business, so you'll always have the tools you need when you need them, without ever having to learn the ins and outs of accounting. Join the 24 million people who've used FreshBooks. Try it free for 30 days, no catch, and no credit card required. Go to FreshBooks.com Tony and enter Tony, D-U-R-S-O, in the How Did You Hear About Us section to get started. That's freshbooks.com slash Tony and enter Tony, D-U-R-S-O.
Hey there, getting eyeglasses has now gotten very simple, simple. Get a free home try-on. Order five pairs of glasses and try them on for five days. No obligation to buy. It ships free and includes a prepaid return shipping label. Head on over to warbyparker.com slash Tony to order your free home try-ons today. I ordered five pairs of glasses to try on for free. They came in this impressive box and made me feel special. Cool frames. And now I'm placing an order for what I like the best. It's that easy. Glasses start at $95, including prescription lenses. And lenses include anti-glare and anti-scratch coatings. Nice. And for every pair you buy, a pair is distributed to someone in need. Great. After you head to warbyparker.com slash Tony and place your home try-on order, make sure to download the Warby Parker app from the iTunes App Store. More cool stuff there. Again, warbyparker.com slash Tony. Tony, W-A-R-B-Y-P-A-R-K-E-R.com slash Tony, WarbyParker.com slash Tony. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You're listening to the Tony D'Urso Show with Key Influencers. We'd love to hear from you via email. Be sure to send questions and comments to Tony at TonyDierso.com. Now, back to Tony and his guests. All right, we're back on the Tony D'Urso Show. Today's show is with Diamond Dallas Page, world wrestling champion and creator DDP Yoga. After a couple of his videos went viral and an appearance on ABC's Shark Tank, DDP Yoga is really starting to become a very reputable exercise program for virtually all ages and fitness levels. All right, and now back to the chat with DDP. And at that time, there was a guy named Smitty, and he had Smitty Sports Talk. And today, he's a big boxing announcer and you know play-by-play guy in Vegas. But it, then he was in Fort Myers, and he had this show where he did, it was all about boxing, but he wanted to put some wrestling in there too. So he saw this. And he called me at the club and he asked me if I'd come on the show and be on his talk show with him. I'm like, Smitty, I don't really do it. I was just making all that stuff up. I go, it's in my head. I don't do it. He said, who cares, bro? He goes, it's (laughs) radio. It's radio. You can be whatever you want to be on radio, right? True, true. So I, uh, I said, oh, I don't know, man. He goes, well, you know, I'm going to have Captain Lou Albano on the show. I'm like, what? What's the odds of that, Tony? That it's Captain Lou that I'm watching and it's, you know, girls just want to have fun. And now I'm being asked to be on a show that Captain Lou is going to be the guest and I'm going to be like the local professional. I it's said, absolutely I get amazing. It's like, it's like, it's beyond coincidence as, a, as if it was all destined to happen. Crazy. I'm like, do I get to talk to Captain Lou? He's like, yeah, of course you do. I'm like, oh, man. So, you know, I'm a little nervous. I've never done anything like this before, but I always tell people, fake it till you make it. <laughs> like, you got to imagine. You got to see it. You got to, you know, I've I, I written up all these little things of wet Diamond Dallas page from Johannesburg, South Africa. I created like this backstory. It's the same thing you do as an actor. When you start to 
you know, especially if say you're playing a serial killer. Well, there's a really good chance that that actor has never been a serial killer. So they have to create this whole back, this backstory, you know, to, so it's, so it's real to them. Well, it's the same thing it was for me. You know, this day I'm going to go and do Smitty Sports Talk. And I did it, and next month he had Sergeant Slaughter on. And he asked me to come back again, and I did it again. And that night he said to me, he said, you know, you really got to do something with this Diamond Dallas Page thing. I go, Smitty, do what? I'm, not, I'm having fun with you, but I'm not, I'm not doing anything. What do you mean do something with it? He said, you know, I got this friend of mine named Rob Russin. He used to be a boxing promoter. Now he's promoting for the AWA, which was out of like the Midwest, you know, Chicago, uh, Wisconsin, uh, Detroit, you know, Minnesota. That was their territory. And he's up there uh, promoting for them. He goes, I'll give you his, his, his address. Make up a tape. You're creative. So, Tony, I created three characters. One named Rock Hard Rick, another guy called Big Bad John, and another one called Ted E. Bear, who was a midget. <laughs> and I threw in a, a bunch of the diamond, these three girls who worked for me as uh, cocktail waitresses, you know, and made them diamond dolls. And we shot these videos as if it was coming on an actual wrestling show. And I sent the videotape to them. Two weeks later, they called me. Now, ignorance is bliss on a lot of different situations. Knowing what I would know years later, how most of those videotapes never get to anybody, I probably maybe would never have done it if I had actually known that. But this one actually got seen. And this guy, Rob Russin, calls me up. And he said, uh, Diamond Dallas Page. I'm like, uh, never had anybody call me that before. You know? So you know, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> take it till you make it, right? He's like, he said, we got your tape here at the AWA. And we want to bring you and your boys in for a tryout. How cool is that? And, I, and then he says, but we've got one question for you. We've shown your tape around. And everybody likes your stick. But no one's ever heard of you before. Where are you guys working at? <laughs> uh, um, uh, <laughs> these are guys, these three guys, Black Hard Rick, Big Bad John, and Teddy Bear, they're friends of mine. We're dressed like they could be wrestlers. And I was like, Rob, I just got to be honest with you. None of those guys can wrestle. <laughs> what? Why would you send me the tape? I'm like, well, you know, you know, it's like a secret society. No one can figure out how to get an opportunity. And I said, those guys, will, would, they would love to train in the meantime, and I could manage somebody else. And basically it was like, don't call us, we'll call you. And the way God has lined up certain planets for me, you know, at different times of my life, this was one of them. At the time, a guy named Paulie Dangerously, who today is known as Paul Heyman in uh, the WWE, he was a young upstart manager who could talk. He could just talk his ass off. And he left the AWA and went to the NWA, which was in Charlotte and was about to be bought by Ted Turner and become WCW. 
he left for there. So it left a huge void. And I got a call two weeks after that. And they called me back and said, come back here. Bring those crazy clothes you have. Ask a couple of those beautiful women that you are in your video to come with you. And we'll give you a tryout. Wow. And I was on ESPN two weeks later. And that's where the AWA had like an afternoon wrestling deal with ESPN. And, and that's how I started. I'd work one day a month and I'd film four shows. And that's how they did it. And what ended up happening is uh, I got a call from Florida Championship Wrestling uh, from a guy named Michael Graham, uh, who told me that Dusty Rhodes wanted me to come in and meet with him because Dusty was coming into uh, Florida Championship Wrestling to pop the territory. And that changed my life. I always tell everybody, without Dusty Rhodes, there is no Diamond Dallas Page. Because after my fluke that I created getting picked up by the AWA, and making no money, by the way, like, no money. It cost me money to be Diamond Dallas Page for three and a half years. And bottom line is, is uh, Dusty took me under his wing. He was my mentor and close friend, he brought me into WCW years later and I got an opportunity to manage and um, I was a color commentator and a manager. And um, five months in, because of, at that time, hair halfway down my back and crazy clothes and the rap and, this, and the bling and the dolls, they basically told me I was too over the top to be a wrestling manager. Oh my God. And hey, uh, Alice, I wanted to ask you something before we go on very much. So just a quick little segue here. Cause, and, I, and I'm going to ask you a question that you've probably never been asked before. And I hope you don't mind. Now you can pretty much, you know, you can tell a person who's a radio announcer because they have that certain kind of voice. And I'm just curious listening to you. And I'm thinking back on all the wrestling events and shows I've attended and I've seen why is it why is it that just about every wrestler has this, you know, deep, gruff, badass voice? How how does that come about? You know, I the only thing way I can think about it is that you know, the wear and tear on your body. Cuz I never tried to talk. This is like my this right here and it's pretty gruff. And I have to work at being clear or it'll get weighed out. You know, it'll get really gravelly. So I have to work on that. I think it has a lot to do with the straining that you do when you're lifting heavy. I think it has a lot to do with talking so much that you wear your vocal cords out. Yeah, I think it's a strain. That's what I think. Where, you know, like you or any other radio guy, they have that tone, you know, like that. It, it, no matter how soft they get or gra they don't ever get gravelly. They just get their pitch goes, you know, deeper and deeper. So for us, it's God, I think it's just the wear and tear on your vocal cords. This is the Tony D'Urso show. Just ahead. The chat continues with diamond Dallas page, world wrestling champion and creator DDP yoga. But first it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment.
Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You heard that a majority of businesses fail. Don't be a statistic. Get my book free, The Vision Map. Beat the odds for your business success. Get it free at TonyDurso.com slash vision. And set up your own successful vision map. TonyDurso.com slash vision. Hear the stories. Be motivated. Be inspired. Join us today. Voice America Influencers. You're listening to The Tony D'Urso Show with key influencers. We'd love to hear from you via email. Be sure to send questions and comments to Tony at TonyD'Urso.com. Now, back to Tony and his guests. All right, we're back on The Tony D'Urso Show. Today's show is with Diamond Dallas Page, world wrestling champion and creator DDP Yoga. His grandmother called him energetic, truly an understatement. Whether it was barreling through his grandma's kitchen on his tricycle, swinging from the chandeliers at the babysitter's house, or cannonballs at neighborhood pool parties, DDP knew how to grab an audience and have them eat out of the palm of his hand. And now, back to the chat with DDP. You went into professional wrestling, but you had a really bad injury. Again, I presume that knee injury from when you got hit by a car? No, no. What happened... Because what happened if when they told me I couldn't manage anymore, I had seven months left on my contract. So I went down to the power plant at 35 and a half and started wrestling. And, you know, they laughed at me. It was like, it's, it, it would be like trying to become a professional football player, but not playing high school or college football. You know, it's the same type of thing, you know, like it's such an art to wrestling but I just worked harder than anybody and I got a huge opportunity and uh, it took me five years to get over. And then at 40, my career took off. And uh, at 42, I ruptured my L4 and L5. Technically I broke my back and they said my career is over. Oh my goodness. I know what that's like. I've had my L5 out and I was actually told many years ago, I would never be able to walk properly or ever run again. Well, I healed myself a little bit different than the DDP yoga, which I want to get into. I healed myself, and six months later, I'm doing flying tiger kicks with Billy Blanks of uh, Tybo fame. So it can yeah. happen. But yeah, my L5 was out. I mean, I couldn't, I could not move or get out of bed for three days at the worst of it. Well, for me, for me, it was more of a. You know, when you rupture L4 and L5, it's like your discs get ruptured. They get obliterated. So you're bone on bone. And when your whole, your, your, your work is falling on your back, you know, three different spine specialists tell me my career's over. I just signed a multi-million dollar deal. So three-year deal. So for me, that was pretty traumatic because I was like, they're telling me it's over. Like the contract will go away. The lifestyle, everything will be gone for, you know, just when I got there. And, uh, that's where the guy who wouldn't be caught dead doing yoga, who was me started doing yoga. 
And it really helped me like a lot. And it wasn't giving me everything though. So what I ended up doing was I mixed the yoga with the rehabilitation techniques. Then I would throw in old school calisthenics done with a slow burn movement. That's why I had to do it. And uh, then I created something I call time. It's called dynamic resistance, which is flexing and engaging of muscles. More like the time under tension. Like you're lifting weights, but there's no weight. And what I figured out by accident, Tony, is that every time you flex or engage a muscle, your heart has to beat faster to get the blood to the muscle. And uh, that's how I developed a workout that was kick-ass cardio, dramatically increase your flexibility, strengthen your core at a different level, all with minimal joint impact. Have you ever seen that disabled veteran that I helped walk again? I've seen some of that video and I saw him on two crutches, not one for the audience. He's on two crutches. He can't walk right. And after work with DDP here, he's running, literally running. And he looked great. He was in shape. Absolutely amazing. I've never seen a transformation like that before, Dallas. Yeah, anybody who wants to just check it out, go to ddpyoga.com and go to the bottom of the page because I, I didn't do this. He documented everything you know and you'll see oh he's five six he's five six and 297 pounds big guy and he could not walk without the aid of knee braces back brace or wrap around canes well bottom line is 10 months later and again his son documented everything he loses 140 pounds but more importantly he loses the knee braces the back brace and the wrap around canes not just to walk but run so it had to start somewhere before him, which was me. And God, I guess it was about eight years before that, I, when I realized I'd ruptured my L4 and L5, and I had three spine specialists coming my careers over, well, once I started doing what today I call DDPY, you know, which is short for DDP yoga, I, uh, less than three months later, I was back in the ring. At 42, they said my career is over. At 43, I was the heavyweight champion of the world, which is kind of like getting our Oscar. Wow. And for the audience, this is not yoga the way you think of yoga. It's not your mama's <laughs> yoga. It's totally different. It's isometrics. It's calisthenics. It's a little martial arts all put into a very workable format. It's it's just amazing. And you have a couple of different segments. I think a, a 20 or a 30 or a 45 minute different type of workout, depending on what a person wants. But there's no weights to the audience. There's no weights no. at all. There's no, you're not hurting yourself. It's just amazing. You got to check it out at ddpyoga.com. It's some great stuff there. I tell you, you know, what's really, um, I created a re, what I call DDPY rebuild. And I created this for people who had limited mobility and which means a lot of older people, a lot of people who are really beat up. And what I did was what we did as a team is we created something that eliminated all excuses. Because if you can't get out of bed, I've got three workouts for you that start at 10 minutes and go as long as 12 minutes in bed where you don't even get out of bed. But it strengthens your body enough if you put the work in to get out of bed and then start with our chair force workouts where you're sitting in a chair. And there's like eight of those. And they build your strength up enough so that you can do our stand strong workouts where you're using a chair. And I teach you all the modifications to everything. 
And then that gets you ready for beginner, intermediate, you know, maybe even advanced or extreme psycho workouts. And like anybody could try my program out. If, if you're used to using apps and like the app, eventually the DVDs, they're here today. They've lasted way longer than I thought they would because people still love having that DVD in their hand. And if they get the DVDs, I give them three months free on the app. So they can see the app too. They can do both. But the app has everything from being able to work out in bed to extreme psycho stuff. But it's also got cooking shows where I teach people how to eat real food. Food that's not genetically modified. Food that God created. They've destroyed our food to a certain degree when it comes to, you know, just the genetic modifying of food. So I just try to smarten people up. I don't care if they eat the way I show them how to eat or not. I'm just giving them healthy choices. And it's everything from breakfast to shakes to juices to entrees to salads to desserts. And and they're like, I don't care how healthy something is. If it doesn't taste great, I'm not eating it. Dallas, I'd like to reiterate something to make sure that our audience really understood it. After you had your L4, L5 issue, you could barely walk, you were told, that's it, your career's over. I just want to make a, make a note of this to everyone. It's after that, that Dallas not only healed himself, but then went on to become the actual wrestling WWE champion. Is that right? Am I saying that right? Because I know there's yes. a duffel. Der- yes. So after that, and you became a champion three different times in your career. After that, not before, but after that is absolutely at 43, amazing. At 43 and 44 years old. Amazing. And I wrestled, I wrestled right on up until I was 49. And then I retired and I would still do little spot things here and there just to show what I could do. Like I was at WrestleMania two years ago in a battle royal. It was two days for my 60th birthday. Wow. And when I walked out there at Dallas Stadium in front of 101,000 people live, and I threw up my diamond cutter sign, 90,000 plus threw it up. I got a picture that's mind-boggling of a shot of me throwing up my hands in a diamond cutter sign and just this whole flank of the building which, you know, just that section probably had like 30,000 people, you know, throwing it up. And just, to, you know, that, that people still cared. Like I do Comic-Cons all the time and DDP yoga workshops. Um, I do them all the time. And, you know, the people that come out uh, and were so touched by how I inspired them to believe that anything was possible back when I was a wrestler, it's what I'm doing now at a, at a whole different level. Like we have so many unbelievable transformations with our program that it's, it's literally mind boggling, you know, that we, you know, people, I always tell people, don't listen to what I have to say about my DDPY program. Go on Twitter at real DDP. That's my, you know, it's under my thing at real DDP at DDP yoga or on uh, Instagram at DDP yoga or at diamond dolls page. And Read what people write, because you can't pay people to do that. You know, it's like you have thousands and thousands and thousands of people going online, you know, and putting over what you're doing. It's a super great feeling. I love it. 
This is the Tony D'Urso Show. Just ahead, the chat continues with Diamond Dallas Page. But first, it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. Hey, check out my other great interviews at TonyDURSO.com or using your Android or iPhone, get the app at TonyDURSO.com slash mobile. That's TonyDURSO.com or slash mobile for the app. Thanks. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You're listening to The Tony D'Urso Show with key influencers. We'd love to hear from you via email. Be sure to send questions and comments to Tony at TonyD'Urso.com. Now, back to Tony and his guests. All right, we're back on The Tony D'Urso Show. Today's show is with Diamond Dallas Page, world wrestling champion and creator DDP Yoga. DDP also conducts inspirational seminars in the corporate and educational environment guiding audiences through branding and goal setting using his own formulas and self-taught techniques. He regularly visits the troops in Iraq, as well as boys and girls clubs and youth sports camps throughout the U.S., giving inspirational speeches and DDP yoga demonstrations. And now, back to the chat with DDP. For the audience, could you tell us one more time, how can we access that app? I, I would go to ddpyoga.com because that's where it's always like I have 30% off on, you know, on all the programs right now, but you can also go to Google, you know, Google play or iTunes and sign up there. Of course, you know, they, they charge more, but some people just like the, the easiness of being able to go to, uh, you know, iTunes and they already got an account there set up, you know, whatever works for them, I, you know, doesn't, you know, I, I'm good with it. Um, but ddpyoga.com has everything and the app, it's called DDP yoga now, but if you just put in, you know, DDP, why it'll pop up. Got it. And there, and people can get the exercise program, find out about the eating program and what else can they find on this app? Well, every Monday I do motivational Monday and this is during the holidays. So I've always got some kind of funny little, uh, holiday message in with it. But, you know, a lot of people, uh, I just wrote a book, Tony, that's called Positively Unstoppable, The Art of Owning It. I love and what it. is it? It, it? It's whatever you want it to be. You know, it could be your health, your, your fitness level, your, uh, your relationship with your significant other or your mother or your father, your kids. You know, it's, it's whatever your goals are. It's, you know, I, what I try to do is help people reprogram their brain because so many people, uh, they just, they don't have a real self-esteem. They might say they do, but inside a lot of them really don't. And that's because of the story that we get, you know, telling ourselves why we can't do something or I'm the king of the excuses or, you know, I suck at that. It's like, stop saying that, you know? 
you know, if you say you can and you say you can't, you're right. Yes, it's and it's it, so true. It starts there when when I hear people say something negative about themselves, it's like you're just setting the stage, you're just reinforcing that you cannot do something. You know, and, and that works great for them. Yeah, you know, meaning that and I don't mean that that's good, that they think that's good, but it works great for them telling them all the things that they can't do or how bad they are at this or, oh, God, I, I'm a junk food eater. Like, yeah, you're right. Because that's your inner voice. That's the story you tell yourself. What I get people to do is to reprogram, reboot, if you will, you know, reboot the story they tell themselves. It's a series. It's not something that just happens. It's something you got to work at. You know, some people were super smart in school. They never had to study. They never had to do anything. And they got straight A's. That's a gifted person. Some people never play basketball before, pick up the ball, they can go out and be a superstar. Very, very rare. Nine times out of 10, you got to put the work in. The one thing I didn't tell you, Tony, when I, when I got hit by that car when I was 12 years old, I was like, and I wouldn't say I was a prodigy by any stretch, but I had crazy, you know, I, I loved football and hockey more than anything, mainly football, though. That was my passion. When I was 9, 10, 11, 12 years old playing Pop Warner, like in my brain, like there was no question. Not before I wanted to be a wrestler, I wanted to play defensive end for the New York Jets or the New York Giants. I grew up on the Jersey Shore. Like, that was what was going to happen for me. And then I walked out and got hit by that car. And my doctor would not sign the release because of my knee. So I got Joe Namath and Willis Reed's uh, surgeon. I found out who they were. They both had knee surgeries that got them back up and you know, and, and continued to play. And I got my mom to take me to go see this doctor in New York City. And he actually said to me, you're never going to be a Willis Reed. You're never going to be a Joe Namath. You need to hit the books and, you know, start you know, paying attention there because bottom line is you, your football's done. I can't sign you out for this. And... And I cried like a baby. And I guess that doctor never knew I was going to be a Diamond Dallas Page. You know, because it, what, what, what it taught me, because I always say you have to thank God for your mistakes. You've got to thank God for the negative things that happened in your life. Because if you have the right mindset, if you put the work in, you can flip that. It could be the best thing that ever happened to you. And what ended up happening for me is they would let me play two sports, basketball or baseball. Well, baseball, I sucked at both of them. And baseball, you have to have people to play with, to play. You have to have at least one other person just have a catch. And one person hit the ball. You know, with basketball, you didn't need anybody. And you could do layups and hooks and foul shots. And you could practice on your own. So... In seventh grade, I didn't make the basketball team, but I hated basketball, so I didn't care. I just went out to go out. Eighth grade, that's all I could do. And I made the team, but I sat on the bench. And I made a promise to myself that that would never happen to me at any level again. 
And what I did is that summer I went to the park and I played basketball five to six to seven hours a day, every single day. And in the beginning, I didn't get picked. So I'd play by myself. And then eventually I was the last guy to get picked. And then the middle he had picked. And then I ended up picking the teams. And that next year, my basketball Q level went through the roof. And it was going to just get better and better because what I would learned is work ethic equals dreams. I have a WWE Hall of Fame ring. And inside that ring, it says work ethic equals dreams. Explanation point. DDP. So for my book, Positively Unstoppable, The Art of Owning It, I show you through my writing how to do it. But I tell you the entire time, you're going to have to put the work in. There's no magic pill for anything. And that's the same thing for everyone on every level. Absolutely. I've interviewed so many people, millionaires, billionaires in training, I've only known really one person, I believe, had their whole life handed to them. Every single person, every single other person had to work, had adversity, had catastrophes, homeless. I interviewed a guy who was homeless. Can you believe it, Dallas? He was homeless. He went from homeless to being a millionaire. It's that vision. It's that drive. It's not giving up. It's being that positively unstoppable, as you say. It's having that vision. It's absolutely amazing. And every time I run into success... I find this at the bottom of that. It's so simple, and it's not even magic. It just works. I'll give you one of the anecdotes from the book, and it's when I blew my back out, and those three spine specialists told me my career was over. It was the lowest. It was maybe the lowest moment of my life at that time. It, you know, it blew out getting hit by that car away because I was at the top. I was, according to Pro Wrestling Illustrated, at a, the top 500 wrestlers, 97 and 98, 1997, 1998, I was number four. Wow. So easily top 10 in the world on all of the leagues. And now my back is blown. Three-year multi-million dollar deal I have is going to go away. And I'm as low as I can be. Now, I know if I stay there, if I keep, no one can, I call it emotional gravity. Nobody can do more damage to you than you. The positive side is it's a reverse too. Nobody can be more positive than you either. No one can give you more drive, determination, focus. When you change that story, you're telling yourself. And for me, it looked like the lowest thing to ever happen to me. But when you look at what really happened, it showed me a way to figure out how to take something I wouldn't be caught dead doing yoga. And again, you said this earlier, it's a whole different world. My DDPY. And that's one of the reasons why I call it DDPY. Why? Because I want people to stop calling it just yoga. Cause it's not. I didn't develop this for yogis, not <laughs> one of them. They got enough yoga. They're, I'm doing Ashtanga and Anasara and power yoga and meditation. I mean, they, they've got it. Flow yoga. They got it all. 
I didn't develop it for any yogis. I developed DDPY for people who wouldn't be caught dead doing yoga, like me. And now I love all yogas today. I respect them. Yogas, do any kind of yoga, any kind. You're going to feel better. I guarantee it. You do mine, it's not just stretching. DDPY isn't just stretching. It's stretching and strengthening the muscles, ligaments, and tendons. So if you're a super athlete, like some of my buddies who are in the WWE right now, who swear by DDPY, because that's what keeps them making millions of dollars. And it's also for the person who's crippled up that can help them get mobility back. So what looked like the worst thing that ever happened to me, because I changed my mindset, because I said, I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to figure out a way to get back in that ring and I'm going to keep it and I'm going to own it. And out of it came the whole program, my DDPY program. Diamond Dallas Page, I am so impressed at this. I love it. It's inspiring. It's motivational at all levels. I just want so many people to get this and see and check out your videos because this will inspire you to greatness, to accomplishing that vision you want, whatever that vision is that you want, from getting out of bed to walking or running or creating a new life. I I believe you also do motivational seminars of some type, by the way. Sure. I I do them at colleges and I do them for, you know, I've done, I've done it for, you know, from the corporate world to little kids, you know, and it's all about, again, everything I talk about is about owning your mindset. I call it living life at 90% where life's 10% what happens to you and 90% of how you react to it. And that's really what life will come down to. Everything will come down to the story you tell yourself. And that's, that's what I speak about. I love it. And do you have any idea when that book's going to come out so we can look forward to it? January 15th. It will be out. Now, if we go to diamonddallaspage.com, we'll find out about the book as well as perhaps go to Amazon? Absolutely. You can order it at Amazon right now. And I'll tell you, if you go to ddpyoga.com slash positively unstoppable, it'll it'll tell you all the different places you can order. And I tell people... You know, mainly go to Amazon because it's the best price, <laughs> you know. But also, if you want a signed copy, I have these book plates. And on that page, ddpyoga.com slash positively unstoppable, there's the address of my DDP Yoga Performance Center here in uh, Smyrna, Georgia, which is just one of the suburbs in Atlanta. And I show you, go send a self-addressed stamped envelope for this address, which is my PC, my performance center, and I will send you back a signed book plate. Now, Tony, you have to understand, when I do Comic-Cons, my picture is $40. My autograph is $40. The combo picture and autograph is 60 bucks. The book's like $16, $18. And I'm signing it for nothing. So you do the math. You know? Oh, that is so, so nice of you. Thank you. We'll go to ddpyoga.com slash positively unstoppable, and we'll get the information there on how to get that, that signature plate. Absolutely, my friend. Listen, man, I appreciate you having me on the show. I hope you have a super healthy, happy holiday, bro. It's got my, my house right now. I'm just driving up on it, and looks like a winter wonderland. Man. Oh, how cool. 
All right, brother. Thank you so much. I appreciate you having me on. And like I say, everybody out there, you want to know more about what I'm doing? On Twitter, at RealDDP, at DDP Yoga. On Instagram, at Diamond Dallas Page, one word, at DDP Yoga. Or just go to Facebook and look up DDP Yoga and look what people write about our program. I guarantee you, you'll find some really inspiring words and see some really inspiring stories. Thanks for having me on, Tate. My pleasure. Once again, Diamond Dallas Page, three-time world wrestling champion and founder and creator of DDP Yoga. Thank you so much, Diamond Dallas. It's an honor and a privilege to have this interview with you. Thank you. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate your time, man. And for my amazing audience, thanks so much for listening. Remember, success awaits those who persevere and remain steadfast despite the odds. Be righteous. Join me on the next episode of The Tony D'Urso Show. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of The Tony D'Urso Show with his key influencers. Be sure to tune in again next Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel.